Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Conspiracy Farm, where we don't start the conspiracies, we just add the water. And now, your host of the most state-of-the-art, most informed podcast on the interweb, I present to you, Pat Militage and Jeffrey Wilson. Ladies and gentlemen, are you ready for... Ladies and gentlemen, today's episode of The Conspiracy Farm is brought to you by our sponsors, the C4.com, the Concealed Carry Clothing Company. If you want to roll concealed and roll comfortable, check out the C4.com for men and women's apparel for concealed carry. And if you want to listen to another podcast hosted by myself, a little bit more lighthearted, a little bit uh, just shooting the shit, you know, just talking about a variety of things with a variety of individuals, check out It's Me Speaking to You, just how it sounds. It's Me, S-P-K-N, the number two, the letter U. Uh, you can hashtag that bad boy, or you can go to theconspiracyfarm.com, scroll to the bottom, there you'll see an icon for It's Me Speaking to You, and enjoy. Pat, if you want to get trained to be a badass, to be trained to be a lethal weapon like yourself, where do we go, my friend? Visit firehorsecombatives.com. I mean, we train law enforcement and military for the past 20 years and also civilians now. So the civilians can also jump in on the fun, my friend. And yes, ladies and gentlemen, we are back once again on the Conspiracy Farm, where as always, ladies and gentlemen, we don't start the conspiracies. Oh, no, 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 no. We just sprinkle a little bit of water with my partner in crime, UFC Hall of Famer, Pat Militich. I am Jeffrey Wilson. How you doing, brother? You know, I was quite impressed with that intro. That was beautiful. Well, you know, I was thinking I, was, uh, I wasn't given enough oomph after our boy Mike Kendall's introduction. I don't know if you can top that, but I figure I would... Uh, Throw a little bit more juice on it and uh, get the people right and ready for uh, what we have for them today. Look, there's no way we top Mike Kendall's. Of course. I mean, we do our best. I can only do my best. We can follow it up with some information and some real real fake news that will educate educate the human beings out there. And... and, We've got a lot on the list tonight, don't we? Well, we have, you know, a very momentous here in about 48 hours, man. We have the uh, the inauguration of Mr. Donald J. Trump is going on. And, I mean, holy crap, where do you want to start with that? You want to start with the 30 congressmen boycotting? You want to start with the weapons found in the violin case with other weapons around the parade route area? Where do we want to go, champ? Well, well, let's let's go back to the numbers of Democrats that are actually boycotting it it's gone from 30 to 40 to 60 um because they've spoken with their air fingers quotes constituents yeah um, in california and new york and new jersey apparently who say you can't go to the inauguration when now please tell me um how many besides marco rubio uh in terms of republicans because he said he had to spend time with family and marco rubio's as far left as he is right, um, didn't make it to Obama's inauguration. I mean, if 60 Republican lawmakers said, you know what, Um, we're not going to make it to Obama's inauguration because, well, we think he's evil. Uh, We think he's a communist. We think he's a Muslim. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Exactly. It's crickets, man. I mean, it's, I mean, because, well, of course, I don't know. Because of the whole freaking, he's not legitimate now. The Russians got him no, in. No, Pat. Jeffrey, are people are people listening to us? No. Talk well, some of them are actually. It, that over... you and I are completely off the rails and insane. Is that what's going on? Because 
I'm trying. I'm having a tough time figuring out um, when people sit down to watch NBC or NB- MSNBC or CBS or CNN and thinking, "Oh yeah, this is perfectly logical," and then listening to you and I and going, "Oh, these guys are batshit crazy." Yeah, you will. Is that is that what's what was the saying about society when those who speak the truth are deemed completely insane? I mean, I, I do mean the um, uh, blah, blah, blah. I forget. Um, I forget the term. Not I just spot, but that's yeah. You put me on the spot about several times in history. Well, I mean, as we've talked about, Pat, you know, the Kool Aid is is sweet and it is quite potent and it is it is consumed by a great many. And again, I'm not saying that like I have all the answers, but again. We we see it every day, you know. Hillary Clinton yeah, was just a candidate I, for president. That's in itself is like bizarro world, and right. not just because so I don't like her policies. Because the last thirty forty years they've been engaged in some dark shit, even though they haven't yeah. been indicted and tried for it. Right. I had a, I had a liberal on my Facebook page going off about um, Mattis um, with with Trump picking Mattis, yeah, as Secretary of Defense, and and. Uh, just calling everybody tough guy and this and that. And finally I go, listen, dude, pick the facts. What he said, your facts are wrong. I said, pick the facts that you want to debate and we'll start with this. It was liberals are losing their minds about being exposed about the DNC, about Clinton and about the media being exposed for their corruption and shutting down Bernie Sanders' chances as a, at a, uh, for a presidential run, but yet President Obama commutes the sentence hmm. of a complete lunatic who my tax dollars paid for a sex change for. And you're he of went, course okay. talking about the commutation of uh, uh, what's his name Chelsea uh, Chelsea Manning. Chelsea Manning. What was his name before that? Bradley or Brandon or something? Bradley, I think. Bradley Manning. Look, his name is fucking Bradley. All right, we're 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 done with this. Um, people can say what they want, but look, Bradley Manning was a traitor. He he released a ton of secrets. Um, when you're a U.S. military. Uh, part of U.S. military personnel, and you release those secrets. That's generally tie you to a post, shoot you kind of stuff, right? Because people died because of the information he revealed in Afghanistan. Okay, so um, once this, my point is, is this liberal individual on my Facebook page um, finally went, well, I can't argue with you based on facts. I can't do that. But I'm morally superior to you because I care about people more. And I went, what planet are you people born on where suddenly you lose a debate but tell me that you care more about people than I do, <laughs> care more about dogs than I do when I have a uh, rescue dog in my house, care more about women when I, yes, was actually not hatched from an egg. I had a mother. <laughs> and right. And that, and that I have a wife and three daughters, and, and actually right. care about women a great deal. So tell me how you're morally more um, caring than I am. And he hasn't come back, of course. But 
that's the kind of shit we're dealing with. Dude. Well, it's, yeah, and it always, it, oftentimes, and like I said, I hate to get in kind of the the, the right left debate per se, but any of the any of the sides that get into their their moral superiority, they take some kind of moral high ground. That's when that's when it's really tough to kind of continue. Look, I'm tired. I'm tired of your neutral bullshit, Jeff. I'm tired of it. What do you mean neutral bullshit? Neutral bullshit. The left right argument. Look. We, I mean, we agree. We agree. The right left paradigm is horseshit. I mean, if I was to identify myself, I would say I was a, a no, libertarian I, I'm an kind of dude. I'm, I'm an independent. I'm yeah. An independent. Well, I mean, I'm a, a libertarian. I'm kind of you know, do your thing. Don't fuck with other people. You know what I mean? It's 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 kind of a. I'm I'm just really kind of a golden rule kind of person. You know what I mean? It's really not that complicated. And I think we get into trouble when we start. No, what, what what is your what is your color? What is your st- you know red blue? What is your identification? What is your categorization you know what i mean we none of us are monolithically completely right completely left i'm a little bit of everything i think like all of us i think when you start talking about i'm all 100% conservative i i, mean, I just i would just have to disagree cuz i mean i would not you just generally i think people are a little bit of flavors of both so well i think i've i've gravitated toward the nationalist versus globalist war that's going on which is very real and i think you're on the nationalist side am i right yeah, absolutely, absolutely. But see, then people would automatically be like, "Okay, so you're a Republican," or I mean, it's like whatever. You could you could say whatever. Yeah, I'm no, more for states' rights. No, less, no because li- dude, documents released by WikiLeaks just um, not that long ago, a few days ago, show that McCain and McConnell and a bunch of other Republicans were truly being paid by the Clinton Foundation to attack Trump. So there's your globalist. Well, yeah, that, I mean, most of I mean, that's what I'm saying. Right most of these, I mean, I'm sure some of those 60, 60 Congress people or you know people who aren't going to Trump's inauguration are Republican. So I mean, I'm sure and, it's and not. Paul, and Paul Ryan was one of them, dude. Paul right. Ryan uh, removed his invite for Trump to speak in Wisconsin um, right after he got the money, dude. Right. I think, like I said, you know, to get in, I mean, we need to get on track with our convo here, but I think all of us, right and left, need to Wait get on. We're not on track with our conversation. No, I know, yeah, but I mean, I'm just saying, we had our bullet points a little bit, but I'm just saying, right or left, we need to be cognizant of this larger agenda. My point is, we get so caught up oftentimes in the right, left, liberal, conservative conversation that they, that the people orchestrating everything sit back and lash their fucking asses off, watching us all interfight. While they still poison the skies, poison the food, poison the water, poison the vaccine, you know what I mean? On the larger scale, absolutely in, engage absolutely. in their uh, their agenda, whatever you want to call oh, it. You're spot on. You're spot on. So I mean, it's just yeah, I just you know whatever. So to say, it's fuck two days from now, brother. It's going down. We and they just found some weapons. There are protests right now. They're shutting down traffic in D.C. The last two nights, they found weapons in a in a violin case and weapons in that area. WTF? And this baits that question I asked in our last conversation: Is he facing a? Could he or is he facing a rogue network that's going to let shit slip through the the cracks more than it normally would because they want him gone? Well, I would say this, that that that's a good possibility that there are the inner workings of globalist fingers within intelligence agencies, things like that. But there are also uh, patriots within that. Um, having said that, I think that, you know, with all the riots, 
um, Black Lives Matter, all the all the other stuff that's gone on over the last eight years, um, with Obama doing nothing about it. Um, I think police sat back and let shit burn. I think that Trump is going to give the orders and say, you know what, we're going back to the old way of doing things. Um, look, if you're if you're lighting a building on fire, Jeff, you're committing a violent felony, right? I agree. Um, law permits you to shoot and kill that person for doing that. Okay. Um, as harsh as that sounds, it's not that harsh because if you have a can of gasoline and you're pouring it on a building and you have a lighter in your hand, I'm going to fucking shoot you. Okay. That's basically what you deserve. I know. And I agree. So risking I- the lives of the people inside that building. Okay. Um, and you should, you should be shot. Should be shot dead. Okay. Um, is, is this not play into the Soros agenda? I'm not disagreeing with you, Pat, as far as the reaction and the solution to it, because you have to fight fire with fire at some point. I don't think it plays into the Soros solution or the, the, the agenda. The taking uh, the gloves off, because it's so out of control, the problem, reaction, solution, well, the creating the chaos. Everybody on everybody watching the news watches people being shot and killed for trying to light buildings on fire, and they go, you know what? I don't want to do that. There's not a there's not enough Soros hazard pay yeah. for me to fucking go do that. I'm just not going to go do it. Um, no, I'm not going to get shot. And that, yeah, that's the way it should go down. Um, if you're standing in the middle of a road and blocking roads, I think it's uh, which state was it? Uh, Maine or Idaho? Passed or, it legal to run them over. Colorado. It's yeah. legal to run their ass over. And that's the way it should be. You step out on the interstate to block traffic, I'm going to fucking run you over. That's yeah, you're right to... Look, I'm saying, I'm saying, okay? <laughs> I'm going to try avoid running you over, but if you stop my truck and I have my family in it and you suddenly start banging on the windows and trying to bust windows out and damage my truck, Dunzo. Um, I'm either going to, A, pull out my gun and shoot you, or two, run you over, or B, or C, both. A combination uh, of the two. It's, it's done. I'll shoot you and then run you over. Um, that's the way people need to be thinking with these people because, look, dude, they have an agenda. It is complete insanity. And uh, the minute you show a strong hand with these people, they realize that they're not going to get away with it. Um, if you cower to them, they're going to run you over. I just I couldn't have said it better myself, my friend. I mean, and that's I mean, I hate to get all Doctor Phil, but you you teach people how to treat you, man. You let them get away with it once or twice, and like I said, you know what I mean. Like you just said, you know, you uh, you make the stakes and you visibly make the stakes really high for doing shit like that. That's a, that's a huge deterrent. And um, damn right it does, buddy. Damn right it's talk. You get in line and you you step up, you stand up straight, you pull your fucking pants up, put your hat on straight. And we're gonna we're gonna do things this way from now on. We're gonna live our lives. We're gonna get jobs. We're gonna freaking be productive. Or you know what? You're gonna get left behind. Period. A little bit of I mean I, you know, a little bit of social Darwinism going on here, and I'm not mad at it quite no frankly. social Darwinism. I mean, I'm just saying cause you, you can't save everybody. It is a little bit of that. You can't save look, everybody, look, and we look, can't pretend look, like we can. Look, if if somebody's not if somebody's not busting their ass and doing their best to get along, um, which there's a lot of people that aren't. You know that, 
right? To me, I, maybe I have plate, a misunderstanding plate, of social darkness. The plate is empty. The plate at dinner time is empty. <laughs> <laughs> and, and that's that why I say so, and they will not survive. They, you know what I mean? That's why I mean social Darwinism, the survival right. of the fittest, they, they will fall by the wayside. Only There's only so much whatever welfare subsidy at the end of the day. It's like you, either you say it, either you, you know, yeah. get busy so living or you get not, busy not, dying, man. Not to, uh, not to bring up um, an open wound, but um, the Clinton Initiative has been closed up. The Clinton Foundation? No, the Clinton Initiative, which the Clinton Foundation will soon follow. But, oh, really? Uh, yeah, so the Clinton Initiative has been uh, rolled up and done away with, and the Clinton Foundation has laid off up to 30 people already. So the <laughs> this goes to show that the pay-for-play was right, yeah. 100% true, um, using political clout and, and power to basically extort money from different nations. Uh, for their for their personal use you name it money natural resources funded regime change i mean across the board baby dude what an incredible what an incredible revelation to know that the clinton foundation and the clinton initiative are collapsing now but at the same time the clinton foundation has stashed what about two billion dollars in uh, cutter in the middle east Mm. That's, uh, yeah, I'd like to see Donald Trump put a freeze on those assets, buddy. Yeah, 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 I'm sure. You know they have some money stashed away somewhere. But, yeah, no, that is good to see. And that is such a, like a, a, such a no-brainer. She gets out of political power, and all of a sudden her little coffers dry up. It, it's a, it, you know, obvious is uh, the nose on your face as far as the quid pro quo that was going on. It just fucked down, yeah. Just, just use your imagination, Jeff. Okay, you... Or a Saudi prince who used to give me money. I'm Hillary Clinton or one of her lackeys making phone calls. And I say, uh, hey, uh, Ahnad, um, you know, we'd love for you to donate, um, one million dollars, um, for Bill Clinton to come over and do a couple speeches for you. And, uh, you know, you know, so see if we can work something out for, for Saudi preference over here in the United States, and he goes, uh, "Wait a minute, you're you're no longer you're no longer um, head of the State Department. Um, you're no longer running for president. What the fuck do I have to gain? Right? right? What do I need you for? Like, like no more friggin' madrasas in your country. Who the fuck uh, is this Trump's guy? In, yeah. Right. So um, no, piss off. I I'm not giving you any more money." Uh, and how many hundreds of those phone calls have gone unanswered or just turned down? And suddenly it's, yeah, we need to close the doors. And it's interesting because I'll be anxious to see how this plays out, Pat, because what they, as we talked about with your boy Josh Howitt, you know, uh, Africa was the big jewel as far as natural resources, which is kind of what a lot of these proxy forces were used for. So I'll be anxious because it, it was always a race between us, China, and Russia, as we talked about. And I'll be anxious to see if Trump continues that kind of, uh, you know, uh, proxy type thing to, to extract natural resources because, you know, usually that's uh, a big thing with empires. They like to go in and snatch natural resources, which uh, we've all kind of done. Like I said, it's a big race right now with China and Africa and Russia. We'll see if that can. You know, that's what's, that's what's weird as well. When you bring that up, 
Obama being anti-colonialism and all the other stuff that he's done, and, and from what I've seen, um, internally trying to undermine this nation's power. At the same time, he's gone along with the globalist powers um, in terms of funding and financing terrorist organizations to upset oh, regimes in North Africa and in the Middle East to do the exact same thing, but not on behalf of America, but on behalf of the globalist organizations, which is um, the exact same thing, just a more diabolical um, agenda in my mind. I mean, look, both both to a certain extent I understand they're diabolical, but um, the globalists don't give a shit about America, right? Right. Well, I guess it comes down to, like, the, the intent, but, I mean, in, in the end, you know what I mean? Uh, yeah. That, that's kind of a moral dilemma there, because in the end, you're still talking about funding whatever particular organizations uh, for for a political end, which oftentimes could involve the death of you know innocent people. So, regardless of kind of so, what do you do? Call China and Russia. So, what do you do? Call China and Russia and go, hey, you know, guys, we need to sit down and discuss. We need to stop funding proxy armies and you, which ain't gonna happen. No, exactly. That's what uh, I'm saying. It's an interesting conundrum. And doing all this horrible shit. Um, while they're doing it, or do you just say, okay, now we need to send our real army in and whack all these fucking lunatics and take over? Yeah, that's not going to happen. It's it, it's it, yeah, it is. Like, I think it is. I think it, you know when you think about it, we're massing uh, NATO armies and U.S. troops um, on the border of Russia. Uh, we're sending troops into Syria. We've got troops in Iraq, Afghanistan. People are dying all the time, um, and there's a slow buildup. We'll see what Trump does, but uh, the protection of the U.S. dollar is an urgent thing right now, and I do understand the protection of the U.S. dollar, um, but at the same time, dude, I, I, I don't know how long its lifespan is. How long do we fight for its existence. I'll be anxious to see what Trump does as far as extending that, you know, because it's for, yeah, all, you know, up until now say, it's been what, quantitative what, easing. You, say, you know what, we're, we're done with the Federal Reserve. We're done with global bankers. You're out. The the uh, federal charters are done for global banks. You're all out. And we're going to print our own money and base it on gold and, and all that and, and see what happens. Look, global bankers are going to collapse our, our economy if he tries anything like that. We already know that, right? Yeah, he's got, we've got to get things up and running, like he said. But that's that's another thing I wanted to ask you about, and I've asked other people about. What's is he? I mean, I guess we even talked about it last time. But he, is he reneging on certain things? And this is this is this now in office Trump we're talking about, as opposed to candidate Trump, because it was all about no, 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 we'll never have to pay for the wall, et cetera, et cetera. And now it's like, oh no, we'll pay for the wall first, and then we'll give them kind of an IOU, which is of course kind of the old political bait and switch, which. Right. It seems to me is like nothing, nothing new under the sun kind of thing. What What are your thoughts on him kind of seeming rather politician-ish with this uh, kind of switch on that that at least that stance? Well, I, I I'm thinking more to come. initially that that liberals are freaking out about his childishness on on Twitter, which <laughs> of you course. know I would agree that he's done some really stupid shit, being thin-skinned and and whining about. People As a president, wanna, you don't need to be tweeting about Meryl Streep. Yeah, Street, dude. dude. Like I said last time, just pull the, just say Don, your Twitter account's Don, dude. Seriously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah that's right. is he is he deliberately doing that, um, to make 
to make small things big while he's doing other things. I think he's probably a smart enough guy where he may be doing that. Um, I mean, none of it should even be worth his time, really. He's no longer the, the you know, the host of The Apprentice. He's the, you know, the president. Right, so it's right. like it shouldn't even be on his radar. Yeah, it's, at some point you go, okay, you're the president of the United States. You don't have to be the center of attention because you are the center of attention. It's hard to convince a narcissist of that, which, you know, that. of course he is. What, I mean, dude, what do you think, though? I mean, he's a narcissist? Are you are you serious? That's <laughs> <laughs> pretty. And I'm not, you know, you can't. It's almost whatever. I hate to use that as an analogy, but people talk about professional wrestling like you can't get into it without an ego to want to be the best, to be the champ. Like he's done. He, yes, he's you know he's got a bit. Oh, of an ego. I, there's there's a lot of guys that have gotten into that profession and said it's okay. I'll be the heel. It's right, okay. exactly. But that's you know whatever. Yeah, I I, just, I like I said, it was a prior poor analogy. But what do you think, dude? Do you think? I mean, like I said, I'm literally watching right now as a live video uh, of just a protest shutting down a road in DC right now. I mean, what do you, and, and like I said, literally, ladies and gentlemen, weapons were found in a violin case. I think Pat hit me up with that a couple of days ago. Um, Dude, I wanted to go to the inauguration in DC. I've got a broadcast live in Minnesota uh, at Majestic um, Casino, Mystic Lake, I should say, um, in Prior Lake, Minnesota, Friday. So I won't be able to go. But uh, if I could go, I would go. And i, I got to be honest with you, dude. Um, if I rolled up on people blocking the road, I'm putting the truck in park and I'm getting out and I'm fucking knocking people out. I'm serious. I'm sick of these people. I'm sick of these people not agreeing with what I agree with and then wreaking havoc. Look, I didn't agree with Obama for eight years. Right. I never blocked traffic. I, I expressed myself. But I never blocked traffic. I never did anything violent. I never did anything beyond my First Amendment rights. Well, and on that side, they did clown people. They did tell people like, "Oh, you're racist. You're et cetera, et cetera, threatening violence, et cetera." They really did, obviously, frown upon you know people who did at the time didn't weren't cool with Obama's election. And then leading up to Trump's, you I think you you read it on the last show what Obama said about the possibility of Russia hacking, et cetera, et cetera. Their hubris leading up to Obama or Trump's win was insane. And they literally, from a psychological standpoint, became – they just started projecting. After Trump won, they literally became the people they told us not to be, or when I say us. Dude, the they, projected, they projected everything in terms of the DNC media and Clinton, Clinton camp corruption. That's what they projected on fixing an election, which what they did to Bernie Sanders, right? Yes, exactly. Which what they attempted to do in the presidential election, they they got exposed for all of it. Um, the media will not cover um, anything on James O'Keefe and Project Veritas, which is now releasing videos on these liberal lunatics wanting to do gas attacks in buildings um, for conservative gatherings before the inauguration um, chaining the 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 uh, train shut so that people can't get to the inauguration uh, blocking traffic um, doing anything they can attacking people well and, and just make sure you make and I know you're and I'm, I'm sorry I don't mean to interrupt but ladies and gentlemen what he's saying is verifiable the DNC was paying people to come in to provocateur. Twenty five hundred dollars per person, dude. 
$2,500. If, if I'm unemployed or, okay, working for 500 bucks a week and I can get $2,500 and a bus ticket to go wreak havoc and cause violence in Washington, D.C., and, okay, deal with a, an arrest um, for, what, disorderly conduct or whatever, if I can get away with it, light a building on fire, beat some people up, do whatever, um, $2,500 is a lot of money, dude. I mean, that's that's more money than most people make in two months. Right? It's, it's a nice chunk of change, but the point is it, it's like it was a coordinated, organized agenda Absolutely. by the Absolutely. very people who were saying – I mean, yes, there was there were assholes at Trump rallies too. I'm not saying there wasn't, but I mean I, I, don't, I didn't hear an organized thing from the RNC or maybe whatever. You can talk about whether that shit was hacked or not, but – this was organized, dude. And Debbie Wasserman Schultz, the whole her getting removed because robbing fucking Bernie Sanders and the blatant voter fraud. It's like none of this really got talked about. And then when it finally came out, if you will, it was all about the Russians. It was all about who hacked it as opposed to the blatant shit, the blatant illegal shit they were talking about that they hacked. Whomever hacked it. There will be no discussion on that in mainstream media. It's so Pay no attention to the man behind the curtain. No, imagine, if you will, we're in the the twilight zone. Imagine, if you will, Mm. there's six corporations that control the release of all information to the public. And anything else is deemed fake news and shut down. Which is pretty much where we're headed. That's We're there, dude. We're there. Like, you and I are fake news right now. Yeah. We're fake news. And that's cool. the same kind of projection. The just, same fuckers who have been just, engaged in fake news forever are talking right. about real news as fake. And that's that's the whole inversion of reality that really, honestly, Patrick J. Milicic and my whole fucking listening audience really frustrates me on a daily basis. Swear to God. Because yeah. I like... I see people every day. And again, not that I know everything, but I just see blue people, people, blue people all... Blue pill people all over just, you know, having not having a fucking clue, but still being adults and acting like they're engaging in a substantive debate. And again, not that I know everything, but I can't engage in certain conversations when you're talking about tooth fairy shit, quite frankly. And that's where we're at now. And this fake news, you know, geez, have, have we heard anything about John Podesta anymore? I mean, great. They didn't, Podesta and Hillary didn't run the fucking pizza child whatever but that doesn't negate the whole larger thing that this was talking about sorry to snap a little bit there but it's like no no dude that's the truth it's it's they're freaking out about um common pizza oh a lunatic ran in with a gun and shot into the floor and demanded um you know where these people were when it had already been on the internet for well over a month and any business involving that obviously would have been gone, right? Look, I'm not going to legitimize or delegitimize anything that was going on with the Comet Pizza. We do know pedophilia is a major issue with uh, very powerful people, right? people in control of a lot of things, whether it's Hollywood, government, all kinds of stuff. It's been a proven fact over and over again. People have been arrested over and over again. Um, I'm not... I'm. It's just a, it's a, a bygone conclusion, right? It's as sure as this fucking sun's coming up tomorrow, man. Look it up. Right. So it's just is what it is. But um, I, it's liberals don't 
deal in facts, dude. It just, it's, it's disturbing. So disturbing. I, I posted a map of the cologne rapes, like I said. Oh, yeah. Hundreds of red dots for rapes on women. Hundreds of purple dots for attacks on children and rapes on children by Muslim immigrants in the cologne, right? I had people come back, liberals come back with, this is, this is not true, this is a lie, this is this, this is that. They, they cannot accept into their brains that what's being done to Western civilization is flat out discussion, uh, destruction. It's, it's, it's so, again, like you said, what you just said, people can't wrap their minds around it. I just saw a report the other day that basically German intelligence knew about and let the guy who recently during the Christmas attack drove that truck through that Christmas crowd knew about that guy for a long time. Wait a minute. Talk about NATO red flag uh, uh, standing armies. What was the name of that organization? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Gladio. And Gladio B is what, again, ladies and gentlemen, I've teased it and I've talked about it, but Sabelle Edmonds will be on this show one day, and she's uh, you know very much so knowledgeable about this. But Gladio B is, is that second phase of that. It's what we're seeing now in Brussels and Paris and Germany. You might be talking about legitimately radicalized individuals, but they're being manipulated by, obviously, uh, larger forces. So you think about the forceful Muslim um, invasion of Europe, right, before the, before the Crusades, okay? And this is factual stuff. Um, Croatia was never taken over. I'm proud to be a Croatian-American, by the way. Um, Croatians, maybe. We can, we can, we can say it how it is. People can say whatever they want about Croatians, but Croatians take zero shit off anyone. Okay, I'm, I'm number one, um, a fairly tough Croatian, but I'm a very small Croatian. Croatians are huge people, right? Six four, six five, six six type people, um, and they're badasses. I mean, I'm, I'm. I would say I, if I walked into Croatia and picked a fight, I'd probably lose most of them. Okay, um, there's a reason that the Muslim invasion did not make its way into Croatia, um, and that's the deal today. Um, Croatians are not accepting it. They're they they know exactly uh, what's going on and they know history. Okay, while the rest of Europe is being invaded with a peaceful invasion. Um, Croatians are not taking it, and my Croatian friends are letting me know every day on the internet, dude. This is this is what's going on. We got anytime Muslims friggin' come in and try and friggin' flex, uh, we put it on them. We put it on them and send them packing. That's the way it is. And Muslims know, dude. Do not stop in Croatia. Do not do it. Don't go there. Don't mess with the women. Don't friggin' try and bully anybody because you will get your ass put in a pine box. Well, yeah, in that area, dude, especially during the fall of Yugoslavia, I mean, you, you definitely had, I mean, obviously you did have your huge Muslim contingent there. And that was obviously kind of the beef that was going on through all that. Your, your Muslims, your, you know, obviously your Christians, which would have been kind of your, uh, if well, I'm, the, the, the big problem was the Serbs tried to take everything over. So they, right. um, were attacking Bosnia, Herzegovina, um, the Bosnians, which are the Muslims and then the Croatians and, uh, 
you know, the crazy thing about it was people don't even realize this, but, um, you know, what took the Serbs well over a year territorial to take uh, during that war, once Croatia was recognized as an independent nation and they were able to buy arms to defend themselves, um, what took the Serbs over a year to take territorial-wise, the Croats took back in a week. Mm. And uh, and then went on a rampage and went after the Serbs that were responsible for the ethnic cleansing. Um, so, you know, there's, there's uh, you know, the the war, although that America got involved with and, and blowing the hell out of Serbian troops over there and, and defending the Muslims and things like that. But um, it was it was crazy, dude. It was it was it was a bad deal. A lot of people died. A lot of mass graves. Um, not good, but. But in the end, um, you give you give Croatians guns, and yeah, you're gonna lose. Well, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Um, it's uh, it definitely was. I actually have a couple. St. Louis, oddly enough, uh, has more Bosnians in it than any place in the world, other than Bosnia. So I have a couple of Bosnian friends who um, you've kind of told me some of their horror stories of having to come over here when they were kids. You know, in the, like the late '90s. You know, having dealt with all that ethnic cleansing and all that shit. So that was that was a gnarly, definitely a gnarly thing. I definitely remember that. That was when I was getting older and getting a little bit wiser to political stuff. I remember Srebrenica, that whole massacre that went down. Um, yeah, that's an ugly, ugly time. So yeah, and the, the uh, I don't know if I've ever discussed this, but um, Mirko Krokop, Mirko Filipovic, yeah, um, the MMA fighter, uh, his transition to the UFC and and. Uh, what, what a lot of people considered his downfall when he was not fighting like he used to fight. People have to understand that, that uh, his anti-terrorist team, um, he took them into Serbia and visited the people who were responsible for the ethnic cleansing in, in Croatia. And um, when they left the building, nobody was left breathing. Mm. So um, they did that to a lot of guys, military guys and, and uh government people that, that were part of Serbia who were responsible for the ethnic cleansing in Croatia. And then he was under investigation at the Hague and the Hague, you know, when you're under, under investigation for, for murders and things like that, uh, generally you get the death sentence if you're found guilty. Um, so he was, he was under a lot of stress, man. He was under a lot of stress. A crow cop was under investigation by the Hague? Yeah, he was, dude, if, if you can ever find it, I was sent videos on his anti-terrorist team that he... Yeah, that he, I remember hearing that, that he, he had that up. He was the lead guy on, dude. And you talk about badass operators. Um, they're as good as any team on the nation, uh, in the world, I mean. Um, when they breach a door or clear a building or a room, they are thorough. They're like surgeons and will remove anybody in that room. Um, they're, they're, it's incredible to watch them work. Let's just say that. Um, so he took his guys into Serbia and they, they killed a lot of people that were responsible for the ethnic cleansing. So that's, that's basically what, what went down, um, during that period of time. Wow. Yeah. That's plenty of, plenty of documentaries I've checked on that. That was, uh, that was a really, 
It's a messed up situation, man, quite frankly. It's completely digressing, but it was, you know, I remember watching a 30 for 30 episode about, I think it was Drazen Petrovic and then another uh, basketball player. One was Croat and one was Serb. They had grown up like their whole life together, and then that whole thing happened, and then they just stopped talking uh, just based off that conflict, which is just really crazy. I mean, you people, it's, it's, it's not always even like religious, Muslim or whatever. It's like, you know, sometimes it's very ethnic and, you know that's it's, it's sad to see that kind of stuff happen and that kind of division happen, but that's that's what war, as we've seen. Well, yeah, man, I, I have war. I have uh, people who hear my last name and go, Milicic, are you Serbian or Croatian? And I go Croatian, right. and if they're not Croatian, they go, oh, and they walk away. They're like, yeah, shit. That's real heat, dude. And I honestly, I was even though I knew about all that stuff back in the day, it's like I didn't until I got here in St. Louis and knew about and got to know. Uh, Bosnians, do, and even kind of seeing that show is like, I did I realize how visceral that heat even still is to this day? It was just See, crazy. That's the thing is that um, you know, with with Bosnians, um, we get along because we had a, the, uh, the 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 same enemy, right? The Serbs. Yeah, the Serbs. I mean, the Serbs were everybody's enemy. Right. So, you know, that's Slobodan Slobodan Milosevic, Radovan Karavic, and Malatko Vladic. Yeah, how I remember yeah. that, I don't know, but that's how often I heard those names when I was a kid. Yeah. And and I had a friend that used to joke around and call me Slobodan. And I go, dude, you call me that again, I'm gonna freaking paste you. Like you're gonna get slapped around. Yeah, he he's one of those guys that died suspiciously of a heart attack right before he was about to testify before the Hague. Well he was he was he knew he was gonna get assassinated, so that was the end of that. Interesting. Wow. We done took yeah. a fucking trip like the 20, 20 year. We went down the, we went like the 20 year time machine there, which is all right because we are about to fast forward. Because uh, um, speaking about cats who die suspiciously, we once again, Pat, I don't know if you've heard, and I believe you've had, uh, in addition to the, there's Seth Riches, um, the other gentleman, I forget his name, Sean Lucas, who delivered yeah. the summons to the DNC. Right. Uh, we have a gentleman who was um he was pretty much the main he was a, an editor for one of the main publications in germany um and i really don't want to massacre his name but i'm going to give it the old college try ladies and gentlemen um here we go dr udo ulf kati he was a journalist and author um who pretty much has said he wrote an article about a year ago um talking about um how he has pretty much been working for the CIA, you know, planting information and creating fake news for the Central Intelligence Agency from America in uh, Germany. Uh, and he winds up dying a few days ago. I'm not sure if you heard about that, but um, he's a well-known guy in Germany, in Germany, German media circles. But he winds up dying after pretty much saying what kind of we've been saying. Hopefully, we're not going to wind up the same way. That the CIA pays for fake news, and in his mind, and his estimation, was to foment war in Europe and Russia. Thoughts on that, my friend? Well, number one, what kind of dumbass admits it publicly and then gets himself killed? Well, <laughs> he had about, you know, he had a conscience, you know what I mean? He's just like, you know what? Oh, he's, yeah, he saw us going to World War Three and decided he'd be honest and... And get a like I said, his original yeah, his original article was from a year ago, um, and then they, they did wait a while. They waited a year, and of course, he's fifty whatever, six fifty seven years old, dies of a heart attack. Um, yeah. So, what is the best way to give someone a heart attack when you want them to die? 
What is that? You is know, that roller, dude. Is that a roller coaster ride? Is if that you remember back in the back is in the that, church committee, dude. Or, no, no, real real talk, dude. Questions here. Back. God. Back in the church committee where uh, I think it was uh, Goldwater, Barry Goldwater was holding up the gun. At that time, it was the old, it was kind of the big clunky cyanide gun. But, dude, there's ways. I mean, I've seen where, you know, you can get like puff of mist of cyanide mist that you put in people's faces. You can tap them. Uh, the Iceman, the killer, the, the HBO documentary on the Iceman, he would go up to guys and put just a little cyanide on their jacket, and it would slowly, as they sweat, seep into the thing, and like 20 minutes later, they die of a heart attack. Bart, Breitbart, I think it was the same example. You can uh, you can get people to die. Dr. Michael Bodich, I think his name is, L.A. well-renowned Michael, uh, forensic pathologist, has said you can basically kill people untraceably and have it look like a heart attack. See? Michael Bodich. Michael Bodich. What's that? I, I was trying to pull that out of you. Thank you for doing that. Yeah. <laughs> it can happen, man. It can happen. So it was like all these, you know, your younger people die. Like the guy, uh, the, the Marine we talked about, I, I, don't, I don't know if you remember, but he, he was a runner, and then he supposedly stumbled 200, down, 200 yards down this embankment into a river, and they supposedly said he died of a heart attack, but then they wound up saying, you know, it was foul play or whatever. But it happens, man. It happens. All these suspicious heart attacks. Dude, no, lesson to self, note to self, don't leave your jacket hanging anywhere in a restaurant. Keep it with you. Keep it on. Keep it on the back of your chair, whatever you have to do. If you're talking shit about the government, that is. <laughs> your boy Josh, in one of our interviews, said that was one of their things, man. They would poison yeah, they used to get, uniforms. Uh, special Forces uniforms in uh, poison so that the uh, terrorists would come in and go, oh, my God, we can conduct an operation wearing Special Forces just drop dead mid-mission. And throw them on after they'd been dipped in friggin' cyanide and go out into the bush and get ready to, to perform a, an operation and throw the uniforms on and bake in the sun and start to sweat, and then they find 30 bodies out there in those uniforms. I mean, that's genius. That is absolutely that's a beautiful genius. Thing. That's a beautiful thing. Yeah. <laughs> Talk about getting rid of a lot of shitheads at once. Right, right. I mean, just clean. Clean is all get out. So do people listen to this? Do people listen to this podcast and say to themselves, "These guys are completely off their rocker"? Possibly. Or do they listen to it and go, "You know what? They actually know what the fuck they're talking about." If it's it's probably what I it's probably a, a nice little happy medium of at least like because like you said like we've talked about we've kind of geeked out on this stuff for a while so not a lot of people kind of come to this with the same kind of uh, acumen, if you will, the conspiracy, quote-unquote conspiracy acumen. So a lot of people, it does curveball them. But when you talk to them and we and you're like, hey, just go check this out, as opposed to like 15, 20 years ago, pre-internet, where it was just like you were definitely the tin hat crazy guy with no way to substantiate it. Like now, no, now digitally or whatever, not that everything on the internet is real or whatever, but you can easily substantiate so much of what we're talking about. So now right. it's not like it's really incumbent upon everyone else to take responsibility for this shit. Yeah, of thank course, you for we might be I'm wrong. Not completely insane. Well, I mean, like I said, and we might be wrong on a thing or two, but at the end of the day, ladies and gentlemen, we're definitely dealing with a. Um, I don't even know what the fuck you want to call it. Did you just admit we might be wrong on something? I mean, I, I believe me. You know, the, I, I'm very Socratic about my things, Patrick. All I know is I know nothing. I just have but, I I have I certain mean, but, considerations. Wait, wait a I minute. Have, what about the time we were with Brian Williams 
uh, <laughs> in the gunship flying through Afghanistan when we were under rocket fire. And we were there. I mean, we're not wrong about that, are we? No, we're not. We're not. What about the time in Bosnia-Herzegovina with Hillary Clinton? When she we was under sniper, sniper fire. Oh. I mean, we were there, dude. It was scary stuff. We would never lie. Sparks flying off the pavement from the rounds hitting next to us. That's so crazy. You just haven't seen her. She just went away, didn't she? Dude, it's... it's did she, did, if she didn't go away never to dude, be seen again. Obama is about ready to go away also. In 24 hours, 48 hours. Thank God. The first truly, well, besides Kennedy, Irish president is almost gone. <laughs> Irish president. He's so close to being gone, dude. <laughs> I mean, imagine him when he went over to Ireland and drank Guinness Stout in the bars over there. You know those fucking Irish were sitting in that bar going, fuck this guy. This guy is globalist. I can Right, right. Shit. That's the last place you want to go as a fucking globalist over to go to Ireland. And they're going, just think of their Irish accents. Just going, he's Irish my ass, laddie. <laughs> <laughs> Look at shite who he's. Let's do an Irish curbone. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm coughing. I'm sorry. No, so. that's all good. So, yeah, you're right. Two days, man. Um, and it's so weird. I, I see the news feed. And, you know, God bless everybody. If you think Obama was the best, I mean, I'm, cool. That's, you know, that's what's up. But that's also kind of indicative of uh, my point of our level of discernment. It, you know, is he smooth? Is he, like, fucking, like, whoa? It's like, yeah, he's, that's kind of the whole point, man. But that, to me, is, like, the depths of how sociopathic kind of they are. They... They come off so like every day is, but at the end of the day, they not individually, but they're part of a syndicate that is doing some wicked, wicked shit. So I don't know. I try not to get caught in the frill of like weeping. People said they cried at his uh, speech the other day. Like they cried. Like he had a oh, final. Oh, crying at, at um, Michelle's speech at the that, that too. What was that the too. Freaking teachers union freaking gathering, dude. Huh? Weird. Oh, that was. Like a couple weeks ago, it was disgusting. It was disgusting. Yeah, I, I you know, I, it's not that I'm not a sentimental person, but it's like really, like that's. No, it's crocodile tears. It's true. Her, 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 when I watched her, I, I forget where it was. Hers was I watched her. She, she almost looked like kind of Hillary. Like she just couldn't do it. And like she just couldn't even feign, whatever emotion, whatever. I'm anyway. Forty eight hours. She's we don't have to worry about she's it. Crying because they're leaving the White House, dude. That's it. Right. That's all right. Freaking gravy train is over, bro. In 48 hours, we won't have to worry about it. She has to go back. Her interview with Oprah was so disturbing. I can't even watch something like that. How do you watch something like that? She sat there and looked at Oprah and went, you know, for the past eight years, people actually had hope. And now people realize what having no hope is all about. Mm. And I, I thought... Wow, you you're really that. If I was there, I would vomit in your mouth. Right? I what? I said if I was there, I would vomit in your mouth, saying it to her. Like I, it's that's. Oh, it's it's it's. They have a great career in like WWE if they wanted to like do if they wanted to be those kind of or actors or you know what I mean. All right, so we're taking bets, taking bets on the internet here. People can post on our Facebook page. Um, taking bets. Unrest or no? I was going to do that. Unrest on Inauguration Day number one. Yes or no? Um, to what level 
one to ten, one being nothing, ten being people being shot and killed and we stuff have to being suspend, burned. We have to suspend yeah. the inauguration. Right. Um, you know, second vote should be um, what will Trump's first week of action be? What will he reverse? What executive actions will he reverse of Obama's? And um, how long will it take to repeal Obamacare, the ACA, Affordable Care Act, mm-hmm. and what will they replace it with? Because, look, um, while these liberals lose their minds and complain about all the millions, what they're going to do about losing Obamacare, don't take into consideration the millions that lost their doctor and their provider um, in the implementation of ACA. And the Democrats, the liberal psychos, could have cared less about me and my family, you and your family, in their scramble to try and find any doctor and any health care plan while over a million people, over a million, no, over eight million actually, um, correct myself, are choosing to pay the penalty and not have health care because, one, they find it either too expensive or be too fucking confusing to even try and sign up for. Yeah, well, premiums skyrocketed on everyone who's on it. Or, you know, it's, that was uh, another one of the things that wasn't supposed to happen that did. So it's like, Look, I don't know. Look, man, I'm I'm going to send out tweets to my representatives, Grassley and other folks um, in Congress and the Senate, and go, look, dude, we should not be held accountable to pay for the health care of everyone else in this nation. Your job is to get out of the way, lower taxes, lower regulations, let industry take over, let jobs be created. Those jobs will create money in the pockets of individuals who can then pay for their and their family's health care, thereby lowering, lowering the cost of everybody's health care um, and lowering the cost of everybody to cover the health care of their fellow Americans who are um, not able to, whether physically or mentally handicapped or for whatever other circumstances, are not able to get health care. Right. Um, that should be the main goal of government, to get the hell out of the way and allow industry to take over and put common sense regulations in, uh, minimal taxes, and just get out of our way, man. Yeah, government's never really been the been the solution, and I'm I'm smart enough to know, I'm I'm not smart enough to solve that. But these people that get in government suddenly go, well, imagine you going into government into Washington D.C. and your um, staff that they hire for you um, says, okay, we need to sit down. We need to figure out what your stance on healthcare is. And when those people sit me down and say, what's your stance on healthcare and how we take care of the American people? I go, I don't have us. We, we we're in government. We shouldn't be taking care of their healthcare. That's not in the constitution. Doesn't belong in it. Um, We need to get out of it. Uh, We need to make companies fight for the right hospitals, fight for the right doctors, fight for the right, to take care of anyone and lower their prices and battle tooth and nail for anybody who wants to come to them. That's, look, common sense regulations. Look, um, doctors take a swear of oath that they're going to serve people, take care of people. That's the way it is. That's that's their mentality. They're going to take care of anyone, okay? Ideally. Uh, whether they have money or not. But 
in the end, it's not government's job to force health care um, and certainly not to force you and I paying for the health care of those who choose to just say fuck it and not pay for their own. Right. All right. So, you know, at some point we've got to put this reverse and go back to where we came from because uh, we're 20 trillion in debt and the shit's not working anymore. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and there's, there's, I mean, there's even beyond, even beyond the fucking healthcare, man, there's so much lost, lost money and freaking Pentagon black budget shit. I mean, there's, you're talking about trillions and trillions of dollars. So I mean, much. It, yeah. I mean, it's pick his, pick his ass up by the bootstraps and go out and get a job. Um, a newly created foundry, a factory, a this or that, that hopefully Trump will, um, by lowering taxes and, and regulations, enable to restart, and then they can take care of themselves. That's how much I care about my fellow Americans. I don't, I don't want government to enslave the people and pay for their housing, their food, and their extra spending money um, so that they have to vote a certain way. Because if they don't, they can't take care of themselves. Right, right. Creating That's how that, much I care about my fellow Americans. Yeah, it creates that level of codependence. Absolutely. I feel you, brother. It's mind-boggling how... Um, and you can... you can Look, my, my voice as a white guy is completely null and void on this subject. Um, but, you know, our friend um, Charles Jenkins, you know, our, our, our chip... You know, our uh, <laughs> other liberal friends um, who sit there and call other black guys friggin' um, all these nasty names uh, because they believe in the same thing you and I believe in, of independence, of, of people being able to take care of themselves, um, calling them. I mean, you, you tell me the names, dude, that they're calling calling these people. <laughs> they call me Sheriff, Sheriff Clark is getting called all kinds of names, dude. Yeah. Sheriff Milwaukee, who's, that guy's a badass and doesn't take any shit off anybody. But, um, I mean, the the names he's being called, Sambo and all this other stuff, dude, is, it's out of control. I mean, and then you've got white liberals who are gathering um, and and speaking out against white people and saying that, there should be a white genocide. Dude, you're a Caucasian calling for the genocide of your own race. That's how insane not only blacks, not only whites, Latinos, just liberals in general are off the fucking rails looney tune. <laughs> Almost like we said from the beginning, and like I said, I'm not trying to blur the lines, but yeah, the, the fucking... The ignorance, bro. Ignorance equals basically the basic definition of, of ignorance is uninformed. Like that's yeah. I see that yeah. every fucking where in every strata of society, dude. Donald Trump is going to warm up, like I said. Um dude Donald Trump is telling them to warm up the chimneys on the FEMA friggin' compounds. So we put <laughs> all people that are minorities in there or all liberals need to be put in these FEMA camps. Um, and, um, you know, wait, 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 what, what the fuck did you say? What's that? What do you, what do you, I, you said, I'm sorry. The what? The, Whatever you just said, say the, it again. These people actually believe that like the FEMA camps are getting like warmed up for them. 
Oh, I thought you were saying what the no, FEMA no, camps. No, of course not. No, no. But these liberals <laughs> thinking that it's the end of the world that well, if Donald Trump is elected, that suddenly there's a four thousand man Ku Klux Klan march down their friggin' street. And uh, I mean that was very. I mean honestly, bro. I mean as a person who has listened to a little bit of Alex Jones in my life, that was exactly the same tone coming in eight years ago. You know, it was the 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 brown shirts. Uh, you know what I mean? It was very much so. Uh, FEMA. Came. But here's the thing. But here's the thing, is that Obama actually tried to implement it. Now think about the pro. The and I'm gonna. I don't remember hearing anything about it. people getting thrown into. He FEMA. talked. He talked very clearly about a civilian force. That was as well armed yes, and as powerful yes. as our U.S. military, yes. but made up of U.S. citizens who were roaming the streets of America. And then on top of that, combined with that, Soros funding all these different groups, trying to wreak havoc, the media showing legitimate, most, most were legitimate shootings of individuals who were actually armed or attacking police officers, but presenting it to the American people as illegitimate and uh, basically murders. To, yeah, to no, I, I agree with that. I agree with that in a more clandestine that, way. I'm thinking, you were saying like, Alex used to say it would be like hard, like fucking brown shirts on the streets. You're like, like you were saying, like the Klan on the streets, very well, hard. But, yeah, you but, see but here's it. the thing. The last piece was getting Hillary Clinton elected because she was going to have uh, and make sure that she was going to uh, put people in the Supreme Court to reverse the Second Amendment and then the collection, once those the apparatus of, of federal government controlling uh, law enforcement, they could give the orders to go out and collect the guns, right? Yeah, well, and I, we so, won't know, but I think, no, you're exactly right. And I think we would have so seen more shirt, domestic. The thing with Obama was legit. Um, it just, it didn't actually uh, materialize because, well, one, the Constitution, two, uh, the people voted for Trump. Um, but Hillary was going to implement that, dude. I mean, 100% was going to implement that, and we would have undoubtedly had a civil war, undoubtedly. Um, I think, yeah, I definitely think Trump has pumped the brakes on that, because I do think, I mean, regardless of what anybody thinks, I think Hillary would have been of an, ex an extension of the globalist agenda, which I think would have manif been Gladio B, more Gladio B manifesting here in our country, Gladio B being shootings in theaters, nightclubs, um, I just think it would have been more obvious than that, dude. I think that. And I think it's still going to go on, brother. I think exposed so much that they're just being obvious now. We're and this is going to be something we're still going to talk about, brother. And that's and not that it's cool, but I think it's cool that you and I have this understanding of like kind of what Kennedy was up against when he was coming in trying to do kind of the right thing, getting out of Vietnam, et cetera, but still up against a lot of cats who were just down for war. And I'll be anxious to see. Um, what, what, how this manifests, dude? If if Trump is really trying to get us out of some of these uh, entanglements globally, and you know how that works with these cats who want want to stay in it, man. You know, right? right. No. Well, look, I think that Vegas might be taken, uh, given that what Kennedy did and and Trump's similar ambitions. I think Vegas might be taking odds on how long he lives, dude. I, yeah. And I wouldn't doubt it. I they've already it. tried to. I mean, back in the day, in Clinton's day, I was like, I thought he was an outsider, and I was just dumb enough to think that. But I always thought, no. if they can't physically assassinate you, they will, you know, uh, politically, which they kind of did, uh, even yeah. though he still was an insider. But they've already kind of tried that with Trump, and you know, well, like I said, we'll see. I mean, in my lifetime, I've never seen somebody coming in 
so, I hate to use the word anti-establishment, so, so shaking things up as it has normally been. You know, he's talking about doing a very much so abbreviated uh, inauguration parade. You know, the whole thing. It's just everything's very different from what you and I are used to. Well, the digital age has educated us to the mainstream media bullshit. So Kennedy was had the deck stacked against him even more. Uh, the At least the citizens understand the bullshit from the media against Trump. And that's what I don't think people get on the other side, man. I was hearing something the other day about the Tea Party and how that was just a racist thing. I'm like, dude, I'm telling you right fucking now. Of course you might have racists in the Tea Party, but that was more a referendum on what we're talking about still today, this anti-establishment shit. And then in 2000, or 2008, that was the Tea Party thing. And then, you know, Brexit and Trump, these are all echoes yeah. of the well, same. The, you know, unfortunately, the Tea Party got hijacked by the COVID. It did, it did. I'm just saying organically, originally, it was the same kind of th- psychology that, that caused Brexit and that created Trump. And, you know, I, I heard, I forget who the fuck it was, but it was like genius. It was, you know, the, the AM radio crowd, which talks about all the shit you and I talk about, are the ones who pretty much, not just elected Trump, but that kind of psychology, that thought process, this thinking out of the box recognizing that it's all fixed it's all fucked up this this inner circle will never serve the will of the people like that has manifested and grown and metastasized over years and that thought process more so than just trump is what really got trump in office yeah here's what's more here's they don't realize how crazy. bad they were here's what's even more crazy dude is the more you fight against it and the more they wind us up and the more they force us to go on the offensive, um, not just verbally, but ultimately, um, if the globalists force us to go physical, um, we play completely into their hands, right? Yeah. So how much are they in control? Is this is is the conversation you and I are having about fighting against them completely useless and irrelevant because they control us that much that when we actually have to fight? That the clamps get put down on everybody. Yeah, I mean, I think that's kind of how it would play out. Any any physical war is this is this the end of the conspiracy farm? <laughs> it's never the end of the conspiracy farm because someone else <laughs> will always pick up the torch and water the conspiracies later on down the line. But I think yeah, any physical altercation is futile. It's more of a symbolic. If if any of us is engage it, in it, because half. Of- how much of the military and how much of the law enforcement are on board with us, dude? Again, that's another inquantifiable. But I, again, man, with just the sophistication of everything, I mean, they hit us with a fucking microwave gun or something. I mean, it's just like, you know. Did you just say microwave gun? You know, that, any acoustic. Have you not seen those, brother? <laughs> have you not seen? They they mount a microwave gun. It's basically a microwave weapon, basically in the place of, uh, what, what's the place on the top of a Humvee? Hello. Oh, see, I'm talking about. And then this. they cook, and then they cook you. Well, it's just. I'm sorry, I thought I lost you, but no, yeah, they, they, they. You've seen it, the video. They, they put it on the turret space on the top of. It's for riots, basically riot control, and right. your body just heats up. You feel like your body's on fire. That's real shit, dude. Or acoustic weapons, or fucking any of the other sophisticated shit they but got. Here's the thing: that acoustic weapon doesn't work from a thousand yards away when you're. That's true. Uh, when you're when you're holding a, a three hundred wind mag from a perch. 
Right. I I don't I know nothing about what you're speaking, sir. Um, no, neither do I. I'm just I'm just parroting. I'm just parroting. Yeah. <laughs> no, I feel you there. I'm just but I just say you know their their stuff's a little more sophisticated. You know they're they're more organized, etc. We just we we want to avoid. We want to change hearts and minds. Not we can't do that by killing people. In my my humble opinion, you're completely full of shit. Actually, you can change a lot of hearts and minds by killing a lot of people. Yeah, by I mean, would you? I, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you really can. Jeff, <laughs> yeah, really no, can. it's been proven in yeah, history. No, I got if you. you kill, I got you. If you kill enough people, they just give up. All right. Right. No, I mean, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm not a general, dude. I, I don't do the, I don't do the war planning. I just, I sit here and talk shit. I mean, we can, Jeff. We can take your route and throw flowers at the government, but yeah, I, no, that's not that's not what I'm saying. Hey, believe, believe, believe. No, no, I'm not about fighting my own government. Trust me, I'm not. I'm about arguing with my own government and debating their legitimacy um, in terms of their current condition of being a Goliath, a behemoth. No, I no, I agree. Like I said, I'm I'm all about working smarter, not harder. I don't mind hard work, but I would rather work smarter to achieve a goal. Than, than harder that might not, um, yeah. Now think of when I think of when I run for an Iowa House of Representative seat, all these sound bites that are going to be used against me. No, these are perfect. Well, yeah, a couple, a couple of them, yeah. That's why that's one one of them. You said I'm like, what? What did you say? No, you're oh, we good. Need to line, we need to line all these people up behind a barn and shoot them. One <laughs> of those lines. That's hey. where I go. Oh, wait. Um, they committed treason. Is that is that suddenly well? Not that's, that's where yeah, exactly. That's where you have your lawyer pull out the, the you know the basically the legal code and like, hey, here is the uh, punishment for said treason. treason. I'm not speaking out of turn here. This is what's supposed to like, go down. Selling selling twenty percent of our uranium production to an enemy state qualifies under treason. Yeah, another one, another one that just went with crickets and 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 but yet Trump is. Trump is the madman. I, I again, like I said, I some of these conversations. I'm glad. I'm glad I have this show with you to speak to all of our listeners. I like, can kind of vent because only a couple people do I actually kind of have these conversations with that get it. I guess of sorts. Uh, maybe other people might say just as crazy as me. That's sure. how isolated we are in terms of think of the masses that watch N- NBC and CBS and ABC and MSNBC and CNN and go. Dude, I sit in airports every week and see people staring at CNN, and I just, I, I just look at all of them and go, oh, bah, bah, <laughs> And that's what it's designed for too. And that's, I guess, people don't even get that part of it. That it's so sophisticated that it's designed to. Dude, no, no. Okay, talking about CNN, we got to discuss Don Lemon on New Year's Eve. I didn't see it. I worked. You didn't see Don Lemon shit based on on New Year's Eve. Why? Well, and, and I know I didn't. And why the fuck did you? That's the they question. Pulled, no, dude. They Unless you saw it afterwards, mic, they shut his mic down. <laughs> he got. He was debating between a nipple piercing and an ear oh, piercing. Oh no! And he got his ear pierced live on New Year's Eve on CNN. Completely trashed. And his co-host, the woman with him, um, while they were conversing back and forth with um, Anderson Cooper and his co-host who were in Madison's or uh, um, Times Square uh, while Don Lemon was in a bar guzzling martinis uh, with his host 
it was it was classic, dude. It, it was absolutely classic. He was he was gone. I does Don Lemon still work at CNN? Actually? Yeah, I don't know. he might not. I don't know. After that, they might not give a shit. Holy cow, dude! Holy cow! Anyway, one. enough tangents. Enough tangents for me. Thank you. Yeah, the old Don Lemon. Well, yeah, I think. Um, I mean, on that note. <laughs> My friend, I mean, I don't know. Uh, Trump's inauguration coming up literally in about 48 hours. If anything jumps off, man, I'm going to have to hit you up. I know you're out of town, but I'm going to have to, uh, we might have to do an emergency transmission if something pops off. I'm good with that because I am happy that I am driving to Prior Lake, Minnesota for my broadcast at the Mystic Lake Casino. I'm not flying into any major cities uh, we this week, which is perfect. Yeah, you don't want your you don't want FAA shutting shit down uh, because who knows what the lefties are going to do? Who knows what they're willing to do? So um, you know, look, um, count it as a blessing. I won't have to shoot anybody. <laughs> right? Oh shit! Well, let's say uh, you know. Hopefully, you know everything goes well in the next forty eight hours. He gets, uh, you know, everything just goes smooth, man. And I wish people would stop freaking out and thinking that the end of the world is coming because this guy's in office. I mean, shit, since election night, the you know stock market's done pretty fucking well. You know, despite yeah, all it's the... going to collapse. You know that. Well, I mean, in reaction to his uh, election, it it, it kind of trumped up a little bit. No pun intended, but yeah, no, absolutely. The the end is nigh as far as the overall economy, but. Uh, we'll see, 20, man. Thousand new records, yeah, yeah, I get it. We'll see, man. We'll see. I, uh, Obama just fucking commutated a bunch of sentences. I don't even know what's 1600, going on. Sixteen hundred. Sixteen hundred people. Uh, wow. So I don't know. We'll chat soon, ladies and gentlemen. It's always been a pleasure, Jeffrey Wilson, speaking to you with my partner in crime, Mister UFC Hall of Famer Pat Militich. TheConspiracyFarm.com. Check us out. Bye. See ya. <laughs>